what happens when you can no longer push through. Today we're going to be talking about burnout, which is very, very real with the women that we work with inside the Hanson Method. And I want to give you guys some tips and strategies to help you avoid burnout. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Welcome to today's episode where we talk about what if you can't push through anymore, your willpower no longer allows you to do it, and you finally hit burnout and what that actually looks like. So before we dive into today's content, I want to start with a story because I think this is relatable. Um, at least I hope I can tell it in a way that is relatable. And this is a true story. This is based off of a client. Her name is Sarah. And I've worked with Sarah for a couple years now. And I feel honestly so blessed and honored to have the ability to have her trust me in such a deep way. And so before Sarah came to me, um, she had gone to numerous doctors, specialists, functional medicine doctors, uh, naturopathic doctors, holistic doctors, and also conventional doctors um, to treat different different things happening, whether it was fatigue or uh, varicose veins or, 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 right? All of the things. So like many of us, she was a mom. She's a stay-at-home mom, very active in her church, volunteered, and very active in her children's lives as well, where she was homeschooling them. And she was a goer, a doer, a mover, a shaker, a getter, getter, get her done kind of lady, um, which is my kind of person. I love women who can just, excuse my language, get shit done, right? Like that is, you guys, and I try not to make this like episode um, with cuss words in there, <laughs> but I don't know how else to explain it. Like it is Women who can just get stuff done in their life are incredible, but women who do that are more prone to burnout and willpower at some point is going to run out. 
Okay, just like it did for Sarah. So Sarah came to me. She's like, I've been to all of these doctors. I've tried all these supplements. I've done all these plans. I've taken all these medicines and testing and da 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 Right? Like she had spent tens of thousands of dollars trying to figure it out. And ultimately, they just told her, you have chronic fatigue syndrome. There is nothing we can do for you or, you know, like, it's all in your head. Here's some antidepressants. Like, those were really the two solutions that they gave her. And one of them really wasn't a solution. It was just a diagnosis. And the second was, here's here's anti-anxiety and depression medicine. And that was really difficult for her. Like she was at a place in her life where she needed to have energy to homeschool her kids and she needed to be engaged with them. And one of my biggest motivations in my life is my children to be able to be active an active participant in their life is the like most important thing in my life. And Last year, I'll be honest, I failed, (laughs) at least my definition of failing, at feeling fully immersed, immersed, whatever that word is, immersed (laughs) in their life Um, for a couple different reasons. You guys know I got super sick uh, the year before, right before, well, hold on. Okay, so 2021, at the end of the year, I got really, really sick. I was um, in bed for an entire month. It took me a month after that to recover while I was pregnant. And then I had the baby. (laughs) And then I was dealing with recovering from having a baby and just the late nights and the early mornings and the lack of sleep and, and on and on and on, right? And trying to manage everything. And so my mental capacity, my brain capacity, not like I wasn't even, I I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like I was physically there, but my mental state, like I was on overload and I was having a really hard time being present with my kids. Anyways, I think we can all like, just because I was so worried about like baby and nap and diapers and do I have the snacks and do I have this and do I have that and you know, when's her next nap? And do I, you know, all of those pieces that go into having a newborn. And so for this year, one of my goals is to get back into being that active participant in their life and mentally being there, not just physically being there and being present, but like mentally being checked in and checked on for my older kids. And that was also one of Sarah's you know, biggest complaints was that she didn't feel as if she could do and be the person that she needed to be for her children. And so she basically came to me saying, I prayed about this. God told me I need to work with you. You're my last ditch effort. Like, I don't, I don't know what I would do after this. And she's like, when I came across your Facebook ads. And when I came across your group and everything, she's like, I had literally just got up from my knees, like saying a prayer, pleading with God for an answer. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. Um, 
because I like you guys, I'm an empath. And so I very much feel what my clients feel. And so I, when I share their stories, I often refeel that. <laughs> um, anyways, so me and Sarah started working together. She was the one client out of all of my hundreds of clients that I've worked with where I was heavily considering giving her her money back because I, we were like six weeks in, eight weeks in. And it was like, she started to feel better, but then like totally regressed. And I knew she wasn't mine. I knew she was a hundred percent in. I knew she was doing everything that we had asked her to do. And I, I was like, I don't know what to do. So I had uh, another success coach working with me and we sat down with her and all of us are in this powwow meeting and, you know, we're like, okay, let's try this. Let's do that. You know, and we kind of shifted some things to make it easier. That would hopefully, you know, give her bigger results. And we got off the call. Everybody was like, okay, you know, let's give this another like week or two. I think we said two weeks and, you know, we'll reevaluate. And I remember getting off the call, we let Sarah go and me and this other practitioner were sitting there looking at each other like, holy crap, like this is, this is pretty big. <laughs> and we were both like, we don't know if we can help her. And you guys, it was like the sweetest thing, not even a week, maybe a week later, whatever the, it was like between the time frame that we had set, she came back and was like, I have had the biggest shifts this week. This is what's happened. This is how I'm feeling. And I just, I was like, hallelujah. Like, <laughs> this is the best news of my entire life because I wanted so desperately for her to feel better. Okay. So let me fast forward in the story. Well, not fast forward. Let me go back to the beginning of the story and share with you guys about burnout and, and her piece of this story. So like I said before, Sarah was a goer, a doer, a shaker. Like she was the everything person. She coordinated all of the family events. She homeschooled her kids. She X, Y, Z, right? Like you, you say it, she did it. Like <laughs> she was that kind of person. And she told me a story about this one day in particular where she planned her husband's like, I don't know, 40th birthday party or something along those lines. It was a big birthday. She invited all the friends and family and, you know, made this extravagant birthday and was so excited for everything. And she is setting up for the party. And she's like, I physically felt this massive shift in my body. She was like, all of a sudden I could no longer go any further. She's like, the party started in like 20 minutes and she's like, I had to go lay down. Like I physically could not do anymore. And she went and she lay down and she took, you know, a little power nap and she got up and she said her life was essentially not the same after that. And the reason I tell you guys this is because... 
I, I was having a conversation with someone earlier this week and she said to me, I just, I just power through. I just keep going. I just, you know, like I, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. My hair is falling out. Yeah. I'm puffy and inflamed, but like, I just, I just got to keep going. And immediately I was concerned for her, especially hearing Sarah's story. And I know for me, as I look back, I can pinpoint some dramatic changes in my life that altered my health. And a lot of them had to do around stressful events that took everything from me physically and emotionally because I was not allowing myself to rest in those moments of stress and overwhelm. I would do, you know, what most of us women, I think are kind of trained to do, whether consciously or subconsciously, is to just keep going, to just keep pushing through, to just keep fighting, to just, you know, well, this is just what it's like being a mom. I just got to keep going, you know. And what I have learned, I would say in the last six to seven years has, and I'm not, I will not even pretend that I'm (laughs) even perfect at this, but I prioritize my sleep and my rest and I prioritize downtime because running a business, being a mom of four kids, being active in my church and I work, um, in the youth group. So I now work with kids that are girls that are between the ages of like seven and 11 which is perfect. I get to be with one of my daughters and one of my other daughters tags along. (laughs) Um, and we get to do activities down at the church and, you know, just fun things. And I am so grateful that I have that opportunity to do that, but I couldn't do that. And I couldn't do it well if I just continued to push through. So I prioritize resting. I prioritize, you know, uh, good sleep. I prioritize having time to just sit down and just be. And there's times over the last, I would say three years that I have finally like told my husband at least one to two times a year. I'm like, I have to go camping. I have to physically leave that. Like I I have to take vacations, you guys, and not just like the vacations to like go do more things. I have to do the vacations where I sit on the beach and do nothing or where we go camping and I do nothing. I have friends that, you know, they're like, we're going to Disneyland and we're doing all these fun things and they just love to like go, go, go. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I just, I just need to be. And I, so anyways, that is what I want you guys to think of this year in 2023 is where are you at in that burnout state? Okay. Because when we are, so, okay, let me back up too. When we are stressed out, we're going to, a couple things are going to happen. One, our sleep is going to be poor. We're not going to be able to get in a good restful sleep. I don't know. I'm sure everybody can relate to this. When you're stressed out and you're worried about something, 
you're waking up in the middle of the night thinking about that thing or you're dreaming about that thing. And I'll be honest, the last, (laughs) the last, I don't know, month, I had something really, really big weighing on my mind and I was doing that. I was waking up in the middle of the night dreaming about the thing or I was waking up in the middle of the night thinking about the thing and I was not getting good sleep. I was, (laughs) it it was not a good place for me to be in. And I had to make a very serious decision um, that was going to cost me a lot of money. And I did. Thankfully, I did. I had to say no. I had to say no to that thing that I thought I wanted. And um, I had to buy out the contract because it was causing too much stress in my life. And so during that time, my body, that, that state of stress, my body was burning minerals and nutrients at a faster rate. This is why when you're stressed out, you're craving salt, you're craving sugar, you're craving greasy, fatty foods because your body is trying to find that nutrients that you're burning at a faster rate, specifically things like calcium, magnesium, sodium, potassium, and chromium. You guys, those are the minerals that your body is using when you're under stress. And you can get to the place where you are not absorbing that from your food. Because in addition to that, what else is happening is stomach acid is going down and you're not able to break down and absorb your food. So you kind of end up in this really terrible cycle. So... Um, let's give you guys some more strategies and more tips. So number one, I, I hope at this point you guys realize that sleep and rest are super important, um, in balancing the minerals. Number two, taking, eat, prioritize eating good nutrient dense foods, getting good water. I would also, one of the things that I have all of my clients do not all of them, a good portion of them do, is use adrenal cocktails to support their body during during high amounts of stress. So one of the ways that I do this um, is through, I use lemon juice. I just squeeze it. The lemon juice has vitamin C in it. You need vitamin C to make um, sodium and potassium bioavailable to the body so that you can absorb it. And so I squeeze a little bit of lemon juice in there. Um, There are some like vitamin C powders and stuff. But honestly, you guys, like you don't need to buy more supplements. (laughs) Um, There are some people who use like orange juice and stuff. I'm not a big fan of orange juice or using juices in this way because it can spike blood sugar levels. And I want to keep blood sugar levels stable for you guys. Um, So like acerola cherry, uh, vitamin C powder is a good one. Um, I mean, I feel like I need to spell acerola because somebody's going to be like, what? A-C, oh shoot. I-A-C-E-R-O-L-A, something close to that. Um, anyways, it has tons and tons of vitamin C. So that I just, like I said, use lemon juice and then, um, you're going to use about a quarter of a teaspoon of uh, cream of tartar and about a quarter of a teaspoon 
or an eighth, you can, depending on the size of your cup, of um, sea salt. So that's going to give you the sodium and potassium and the vitamin C to help support the adrenal glands and help you feel more relaxed during your day. The other thing, if I were to say one supplement, it would be magnesium. Magnesium glycinate is one of my favorites. It is a really good bioavailable form. Um, you can head over to the show notes and set up an account with Wellevate or Fullscript. I would recommend using a pure encapsulation for the brand and taking that every night before bed. It's going to help you get a better sleep. It's going to help you relax. It's going to help you feel more calm and it's going to help support those adrenals inside of your body so that you can help avoid the burnout. All right, you guys, I'll see you on the next. Before you go, I want to give you a special invite to an upcoming an upcoming masterclass on three overlooked hormonal shifts that are helping you to heal your thyroid function. This class is incredible, you guys. We are diving in depth on so many different things. First and foremost, we're going to be talking about healthy food that is blocking thyroid function. We're going to learn how to combine foods to help maximize your nutritional intake. I'm also going to be teaching you about metabolic typing and how to eat according to your metabolic type so that you don't have to quote unquote diet. Again, your body will easily be able to get the nutrients it needs, reduce inflammation and slough off the excess weight. We're going to talk about how the current medical model is failing you and keeping you stuck when it comes to your thyroid. We're going to be talking about thyroid blockers and how they're coming into your life and keeping your medication from not working optimally, keeping you tired, fatigued, puffy, inflamed with brain fog. We're going to also dive into medication and supplements that are blocking thyroid function and one of my most favorite topics, how your body is speaking to you and what you need to know in order to know how to listen to it. Last but not least, we're going to teach you and walk you through the steps to help you understand symptom mapping and how you can take your health into your own hands. Head over to the show notes, register for our upcoming class, and get all of the details on the dates and times. I will see you on the next. Wait before you go! Please subscribe if you found value in today's episode. Leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews! Pretty please!